Hi, and welcome to the National Shooting Sports Foundation's podcast series, Gun Industry Speaks. As the trade association for the firearms and ammunition industry, we're often talked about in the news and on social media. Throughout this series, we'll be speaking for ourselves. We will cover who we represent, what our goals are, and what we do to promote real solutions for safer communities. My name is Elizabeth McGuigan, and I'm the Director of Policy and Legislative Research for the NSSF. I'm here with Bill Brassard, our Senior Director of Communications at NSSF. If you're just joining us, we'd recommend going back and starting with our first episode, in which we covered who we are as a trade association for the firearms and ammunition industry. Today, we are turning to our suicide prevention partnerships. Before we get into this topic, we want to make sure everyone's aware of the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you're in crisis, please call 1-800-273-8255. This line is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. With that said, it's great to have Bill back with us today, but it's also very important to note that neither of us nor anyone else at NSSF is an expert on suicide. After a brief overview, later this episode, we will be speaking about our partnerships with experts in the field. Now, Bill, we all know suicides are terrible tragedies that unfortunately affect every community in the U.S. What can you tell us about the magnitude of this problem? Yeah, well, suicide uh, is a challenging problem uh, right. in America and around the world. Um, and uh, in America, suicide is the 10th leading cause of death among adults uh, okay. in the U.S. And it's the second leading cause of death among teenagers, mm -hmm. um, which is particularly disturbing. Uh, of particular concern to the industry and to gun owners is that nearly two-thirds of all gun-related deaths are suicides, mm -hmm. they're not homicides or right, accidents. Right. Uh, and about 50% of all suicides uh, are by firearm. Mm -hmm. uh, so our focus in the industry with our program that we're going to be talking about today is on helping to reduce the rate of suicide by firearm by educating people in the industry and the firearms owning community about prevention. Right, absolutely. Well, we often hear that when it comes to suicide, we hear the phrase, means matters. And this tends to be followed by discussion of blaming guns. But as the industry, we obviously care about reducing any suicide trend. Um, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, these are disturbing statistics, sure. and that's why the industry is committed to playing a role into helping to reduce suicide by firearm. Mm -hmm. Suicide is not solely a gun problem. Right. Firearms are not the most common method by which people attempt suicide. Okay. But when a firearm is used, death results in about 85% of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why securely storing firearms when not in use is so important. And that's why the focus of our efforts uh, in suicide prevention is on reminding gun owners to limit access to firearms by people who may be at risk. Right, right. So in general, suicide is preventable, as you say. You know, what factors may lead, uh, may lead to suicide? Yeah, so the experts tell us, and this comes right from our uh, brochure on mm -hmm. firearms and suicide prevention, uh, that there's no single cause that leads to suicide and that suicide most often occurs when several stressors and health issues converge. Sure. And this creates an experience of hopelessness and despair. Right. Depression is the most common health condition associated with suicide, and it's often undiagnosed and, and untreated. Right. But the experts tell us that people who actively manage their mental health conditions can lead fulfilling lives. Um, so I think it's helpful to, to 
if we're going to work to re reduce suicide uh, among the firearms owning community, it's mm -hmm. helpful to understand suicide and the warning signs and the risk factors uh, mm -hmm. that can lead someone to think of taking their own life. Right, right. And with such a complex issue such as suicide prevention, you know, we, there's an understandably emotional temptation to just say, all right, ban all guns or force everybody to lock them up at all times, problem solved. Um, but obviously we know gun ownership is a right in our country and the vast majority of millions of firearms in the hands of law-abiding citizens are used for safe and healthy hobbies and sports and self-protection. And we know banning firearms would have no actual impact on the underlying problems. Um, and of course, professionals in the mental health field understand this and they largely do a great job of seeking and promoting effective solutions, not these sort of political, overly simplistic band-aids. But as the gun industry, we know that we have a role to play in addressing this problem. As you said, we care about the crisis of suicide in our communities, and we want to do what we can to help. Um, now, in a, in a previous episode, we talked about Project Child Safe. Can you remind us about what this program is and how it might help with this unfortunate trend? Yeah, so our suicide prevention program uh, is really an extension in many ways of our Project Child Safe program. Okay. Um, Project Child Safe encourages safe and secure storage of firearms mm -hmm. when not in use, um, largely uh, to keep guns away from unauthorized persons, uh, mm -hmm. including children, but also at risk individuals. Um, okay. And so uh, we know that uh, Keeping lethal means away from a person in crisis mm -hmm. is important. Absolutely. Um, the thought is that the, it creates a moment of pause mm -hmm. um, when uh, there are these intense uh, uh, suicidal thoughts that a person may have mm -hmm. and uh, wants to attempt to access a firearm, that if that can be prevented, that uh, period of acute risk can pass mm -hmm. and the person will be able to get uh, professional treatment and a life can be saved. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it is a myth to some extent to think that if a person cannot access uh, one method to, to attempt, uh, that they may immediately choose another method. And the that's experts right. tell okay. us that that is not the case. Mm -hmm. um, so in many ways, that's, that's one of the things that we, uh, the educational points that we're trying to get across um, mm -hmm. in the firearms community, whether it's at firearms retailers or shooting ranges and their staffs or for the individual gun owner. Right, right. Okay, so, so Project Child Safe is one tool here. Um, but that obviously really only helps if it is not the gun owner, him or herself, who is in crisis, um, who would have access to, uh, to unlocking a, a cable lock or um, have access to their own firearm. And we know that um, our members care about this deeply. And although we aren't an industry of mental health e experts, what other tools do we use and offer to help prevent suicides? Yeah, so, you know, I'd, I'd first like to say that, it, it, you know, we know that families change over time, right? They so, do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so children uh, grow up to be teenagers mm -hmm. and they have to deal with all the challenges that come along with that age. And sure. then uh, adults in middle age grow to be uh, seniors or become seniors. Mm -hmm. And uh, some may develop dementia or, or Alzheimer's. So right. it's, it's really important to watch out for friends and family and their mental health. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we encourage uh, through this program. 
Um, okay. You know, we've, uh, the program itself um, uh, has come about through a partnership with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Okay. As you said at the top of the show, uh, we're not experts in suicide, right, right. but uh, we, we are a trusted messenger in mm -hmm. conveying uh, safety uh, messaging to gun owners. Uh, uh, and so uh, they know that we're, we have their best interest in mind uh, and that we're trying to help uh, with this right. uh, issue and, and that we, we care about, uh, about them. Um, and so we worked with uh, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, which is the largest suicide prevention organization in okay. the U.S. They are not involved um, with gun control uh, in, in any way. And the combination of their knowledge of suicide and prevention mm -hmm. and NSSF's ability to be this trusted messenger uh, and to reach gun owners uh, has great potential to help reduce suicide Absolutely. Uh, over time. Right, uh, right. So um, we just gotten started with this program um, about a year and a half or so ago. Okay. And, um, and we have a toolkit that I'd like to talk more about. Yes, so what's in this toolkit? And who, who is the uh, intended audience of it? Yeah, so um, to reach both the industry and gun owners, uh, we worked with AFSP to develop a toolkit mm -hmm. that is designed for use by firearms retailers and okay. shooting ranges. And it helps to uh, educate their staff on suicide and prevention, sure. how to detect when a person on the other side of the counter, for example, may be agitated right. or showing right. signs of depression or other warning signs, mm -hmm. uh, just to make them more attuned to picking up on that because that's the last thing that we want is to, uh, to sell or rent a firearm to a person who is at risk. Um, and in addition to that, uh, there are materials uh, in the toolkit that help to educate the gun owner and mm -hmm. their family uh, about suicide and prevention, about warning signs and risk factors. Um, and so that uh, comes about in a brochure sure. that is packaged with whatever goes in the bag with whatever they purchase there. So we have resources for both sides of the of the uh, checkout counter. Yeah, we really do. Yeah. Um, you know, in addition to this this brochure that that covers the warning signs and risk factors and where to find mm -hmm. professional help, and also lays out the different types of uh, safe storage devices that are available right. to right. them uh, to keep firearms. Uh, away from at-risk individuals. Mm -hmm. um, we also provide uh, signage for the retailer, the range to use. It's largely okay. built around a theme of have a brave conversation because the experts tell us that, you know, if you suspect that somebody is going through a difficult time mm -hmm. uh, in their life, that to have them bear that burden in isolation uh, is, is certainly not the best thing for right, that individual. Right. And to take take the step to have that conversation. Uh, and, and some of it is actually a very frank conversation at times. And, and yeah. the experts tell us that you could even raise the topic directly of if they are thinking of mm -hmm. taking their own life uh, and even mentioning suicide and that that will not cause them uh, to act. Uh, okay. So uh, that, that's sort of another myth that, that yeah. we're trying to overturn among mm -hmm. uh, the firearms owning community. And so having that brave conversation is really important and the person usually uh, welcomes that, mm -hmm. welcomes your concern. And your idea is to uh, listen uh, and to help get that person to professional treatment. Right, right, that's so important. Um, and as you said, I mean, suicides in general are, are tragedies and 
pretty much the worst nightmare for the owners of these retailers or ranges and even the manufacturers. Um, and these partnerships like we have with AFSP are so important to make sure that our members have at least some education and awareness. They know they can't be responsible for these tragedies, but to be informed and to hear about things they can do is, is so important. Have we gotten feedback on some of these partnerships that you've heard while out at events or in the community? Yeah, the response um, to the firearms industry and NSSF being involved, mm -hmm. in, involved in the suicide prevention space has been uh, very positive. I mean, yeah. from the mental health community, from people within our own uh, right. firearms owning community to the general public that we interact with. Um, okay. I was, I've been at um, some conferences uh, on suicide prevention and recently I had the, the head of suicide prevention for the Navy come up and tell me how important yeah. it is for the industry to be involved in this type of effort because we are the trusted messenger to right. a, to a right. gun owner, whether they're in the military or in civilian life, and that there's a level of trust mm -hmm. uh, there, and it's uh, um, uh, it's much e easier to make a connection with an individual mm -hmm. uh, rather than if you were simply not simply, but if you were uh, a mental health uh, professional, so make a, a cold call right, right, right on some right. some mm -hmm. uh, individual or a group. Right. Uh, so, and I've been told that NSSFs. Um, name on these materials helps open doors. Um, oh, that's great. So that, that's really important. When I go to other events um, for where individuals uh, invariably come up to me mm -hmm. afterward and, and uh, extend their appreciation for industry being involved in this program because you know the numbers related to suicide are all going in the wrong direction. Right. They're rising uh, in, in all areas or uh, age segments uh, for example and I, I think you know if we are able to help mm -hmm. in, in this effort um, everybody needs to to in many ways do their part absolutely uh, you know. and especially when it comes down to you know, breaking down some of the stigma and the fact that we can speak to the gun owning community and to the the industry in general is, is really powerful to have you know you mentioned you mentioned the word stigma and I yeah. think you know the uh, mental health professionals are trying to educate the general public uh, right. about right. Um, suicide and not stigmatizing stigmatizing those who may be mentally ill. AFSP, in for crisis, example, runs right. its out of the darkness walks. You mm -hmm. know, in, in many ways that people felt like they were in the dark and they would never talk about these right. issues. Right. And so, we're trying to do the same within the, the firearms owning uh, community. Um, you know, just to add to some of the. Uh, the appreciation that we've heard about mm -hmm. too are some of the other partnerships that we've had, um, you know, the uh, with the state of Utah and um, the state of Connecticut and mental okay. uh, mental health uh, agencies in those state have reached out to NSSF um, for. Uh, yeah. our expertise on gun safety, mm -hmm. our expertise on how to talk to gun owners so that, that what is said is not off-putting beca right, because right. that can cause a, a gun owner to recoil, yeah. uh, right, and, and question the message. Especially coming from the government or, you know, somebody who exactly. may be threatening um, to certain people. That's interesting. Um, and then earlier you spoke about the trends and some of the demographics that we see with suicides, but one group we haven't talked about specifically is veterans. Um, we hear a lot about this group being particularly vulnerable, as you heard from, from the Navy uh, individual. What can you tell us about veterans and our out, outreach to that community? 
Yeah, well, veterans, uh, the rate of suicide among veterans is even higher than in civilian right. uh, population. And um, uh, not long ago, about uh, two years ago, mm -hmm. the Veterans Administration reached out to NSSF to ask for our participation in a pilot program. Okay. Uh, so it's a, it's a three-way partnership, actually, between the Veterans Administration, mm -hmm. the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the National Shooting Sports Foundation. Okay. And we've developed a toolkit similar to what we've developed with AFSP, uh, but geared more towards speaking to, to veterans. Okay. And this uh, program is being piloted in uh, seven locations, six states mm -hmm. in the Washington, D.C. area, with the idea that um, it would serve as a model for a... So you can expand on that. Expand on okay. it, and it would become a, a national effort. Um, so, uh, so we're, you know, the firearms industry, um, has a close affinity with the, with the military, mm -hmm. right? They make the products that Absolutely. help keep them safe right, in right. battle zones around the world. And so we, the firearms industry is committed to, uh, to helping however we can to save the lives of veterans. Absolutely, that's, that's great. I mean, these partnerships are crucial tools for our members. And as you said, we do hope to continue building the real solutions in this area. Now for our, our listeners who are not in the industry, um, is there anything they can do to help prevent suicides? Yes. Well, uh, always keeping in mind that suicide can be prevented. Right. Um, you know, people can be observant of family members and friends for signs of depression, bullying, substance abuse, mm -hmm. relationship difficulties. Um, it's just being attuned, right? Because right, people go right. through changes and families go through changes. And so um, we just want to be mindful of uh, the behavior of people and, and you know, be there for them. Sure. Um, sure. So people can also remember that Talk Saves Lives. That's actually a program of AFSP. Okay. Um, and uh, and to have that brave conversation if mm -hmm. and don't let a person suffer in isolation uh, right. uh, or in darkness. Um, in in general, you know, everyone can help reduce suicide by becoming more suicide literate. Just learning more about suicide, mm -hmm. uh, the risk factors, warning signs. Sure. Uh, and AFSP.org has many excellent resources. They also have chapters in every single state, and in okay. some cases more than one, one chapter. Okay. Uh, and they are, can provide uh, support, uh, you know, for you if you, uh, or direct you in the right direction right. to right. find professional help. Um, and, you know, if you're in the firearm industry, and we sort of cover that, but um, some people, it's not the easiest topic for mm -hmm. uh, a business owner like a firearms retailer or a shooting range to, to embrace right, right, right away. Right, right, very sensitive. Yeah, so, uh, but do take a look at the, the suicide prevention toolkit that NSSF offers. Right. Um, and How uh, can they get that? Yes, yeah, so the easiest way is to order it online free of charge, mm -hmm. and you don't even have to be a member of NSSF to, to order it. Uh, any retailer, any, any retailer, range. any shooting range can, mm -hmm. uh, can avail themselves of that toolkit. And uh, the easiest way to find the website is uh, to go to nssf.org slash safety. Slash safety, okay. Yeah. Okay, now what else? So we've talked about non-gun owners, and we've talked about members of the industry. What can gun owners do if they themselves or somebody close to them are in crisis and they want to take steps? Right. Well, we don't want guns to fall into the wrong hands. Right. Uh, and so we want to keep uh, guns out of reach of people 
who may be in crisis mm -hmm. or trending that way. Right. And so NSSF does support the concept of temporary off-site storage uh, of firearms, such as having a friend. Okay. Yeah, there may be a friend is, um, uh, you know, if I'm a family member and I, I uh, send somebody is uh, in crisis in my family mm -hmm. and I want you yeah. to hold on to my guns or his mm -hmm. guns or her guns, um, until they get professional treatment and their mental health improves. Right, right. Now that can be a little tricky because in some states you're not allowed to transfer a firearm to another individual right. without going through a background check at a, at a firearms retailer mm -hmm. or perhaps paying the, the fee for the transfer. Um, but we are hearing about more firearms retailers and ranges offering storage space okay. uh, for firearms for a period of time. And uh, so we would encourage people to, to investigate that. Okay. So there's, there's options out there, yeah. Right. And it's interesting, we did talk in our earlier episode on um, universal background checks, or so-called universal background checks, and about some of the unintended consequences. Um, and you know, we would say it's really important for lawmakers as they consider these types of laws on the state level and, and in Congress to be aware of not enacting hurdles in this regard. We don't want somebody to face additional obstacles to having a trusted, qualified, not prohibited person <laughs> hold on to their firearms in a safe manner for them. Um, now, between Project Child Safe and our partnerships with AFSP and veterans groups, you know, it's clear the firearms and ammunition industry really cares about this topic and is working hard to help address the suicide crisis in our country. Now, for more information about these programs and for our other real solutions for safer communities, People can visit www.nssfrealsolutions.org. And once again, we would remind listeners that the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is open 24-7 at 1-800-273-8255. So that's all of our time for today. Thanks again to Bill, and thank you for listening. Please join us next time for another deep dive into the issues facing our communities today and how the gun industry is working for real solutions for safer communities.